talking about the chase. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the podcast today. Have you guys been enjoying your summer? Watching any fun shows? Lately, uh, Dal and I have been watching The Good Place and Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Okay, I should correct myself. I've been watching Gilmore Girls. My husband has no interest in it. (laughs) But Gilmore Girls actually inspired me a little bit for what I wanted to talk to you guys about today, which is The Chase. So often when we think about love, we think about the pursuit of love, the appeal of having someone that you don't have. And maybe you can't have. Um, Gilmore Girls, one of the things they do is they're always introducing new love lines. Where they're trying to decide between multiple guys. And whenever she's with one guy, there's always the drama of of another guy that is vying for her heart. And this maintains the excitement of the show. You're always wondering, like, oh, is she going to pick this guy or this guy? And I've actually heard, so TV shows will drag out putting together two characters um, from falling in love because the moment that the two main characters finally get together, the show ratings drop. How crazy is that? We lose interest once two people are finally together once they're finally in love because you would think like that moment of them being together right like if love is this like perfect amazing thing that we're looking for and trying to find once they found it don't you think the show would just want to focus on that but really it's the drama it's the not the relationship itself but the getting of the relationship, not love, but the falling in love. And I think often we're taught by media the idea that falling in love is more important than love itself, the finding of love. And even in Gilmore Girls, one of the characters that does get married, they whenever they show her relationship with her husband, like post-dating, pretty much all they show is them fighting or there being a problem and then getting frustrated with each other. They portray marriage and a committed relationship in a way that is dramatic, right? There's always problems happening. So it's either the pursuit of a relationship and always trying to find a guy or it is fighting and drama in a committed relationship. And I think it's interesting that that is kind of the negative perspectives we can get on a relationship. I think often it's easy that when we're single, we focus on the negative aspects of being single. And we just wish we had a relationship. And then when we're dating, we focus on the negative aspects of the guy we're with. And eventually maybe break up to get away from those negative things. Only to later maybe start missing parts of the relationship. 
and think of it fondly and maybe go find a new relationship only to focus on the negative aspects of the new relationship. And then maybe go back to being single and focusing on the negative aspects of that again. And on and on and on. We're always pursuing something, looking for something more. I kind of found this in my own experience dating my husband where I knew he was a great guy, but I wasn't sure I wanted to be able to date more. And I did. And I missed him a lot and wanted to date him and be together. And he essentially was like, no, you know what? I think I need experience dating more people right now. He had been on a mission for our church for two years in a foreign country. And he came back and was like, okay, I need to date. You know, you've been here dating. I need that right now. Even though I was in a place of being ready to be in a committed relationship. And I was so distraught of thinking like I'm not good enough like there's probably a better girl out there why doesn't he want to date me over analyzing when he's going to call and text but then the moment he was ready that he wanted to go all in and just us date that it totally flipped on its head I all of a sudden was like well, maybe I don't want to date him. Maybe I need to date someone else. What if this ends badly? All of my anxiety was initially around why he didn't want to date me to maybe I don't want to date him and worrying about how I felt. And I think that this is because when we weren't dating, when he didn't want to date, I was pursuing him, right? I was trying to get him to be interested and it was that chase and I think often that's kind of what we start to think about love as is just like the pursuit of someone rather than when there is a person there in front of you that says yeah let's do this let's date let's be together that our anxiety can kick in at that point because it's not a chase anymore so many of us right now have something that once upon a time we wanted more than anything else. Something that we wanted so badly to have a good relationship with a good guy. But then we got it and started wondering maybe there's something else out there. Maybe there's something better. We often as humans are in the pursuit of improving and making our lives better and so many of us believe that finding a relationship is the thing that will make us feel better but then we have a good guy and we realize like our life still has struggles we still have negative emotion half the time we thought feeling negative half the time was a single thing and once we were dating a great guy that that would go away but really it's just a human thing. And so I think a lot of times the pursuit of someone is what keeps things interesting and exciting. And we think if we just find this one guy, then we're going to be able to magically get rid of all of our anxiety and negative emotions that we have. Chasing and pursuing someone is kind of like a chemical high for our brain. 
when we have a new relationship, it's almost like being on a drug. Our brain has really high levels of dopamine and serotonin and a lot of the feel-good oxytocin chemicals in our brains that are like feel-good hormones. And that is kind of something that only can last a certain amount of time. It's like the honeymoon phase. It's that initial spark, the beginning of a relationship. And the butterflies, the newness, all of that that eventually kind of wears off over time. So that chase is like the game. It's fun. It's exciting. It's the pursuit of that high we almost get from having something new in a relationship. And I think that in addition to that, it's kind of this idea that the grass is greener on the other side, right? Wherever we're at, we have a hard time being content with it and thinking there is better than here. Rather than being able to recognize that the grass is greener where we water it. I kind of see it in myself with, this is like a stupid analogy, but my hair color. I am normally blonde and was last year really wanting to dye my hair red. And after I dyed my hair red, I was like, ooh, I kind of want to go back to blonde. And it's just interesting to see how I kind of want whatever I don't have. And I think that that's what we do in our relationships is so many of us have something we've wanted. But now we're looking for something new to want. To want something beyond what we have. And a committed relationship isn't this exciting, rush, chase that we see in movies. It's slow. It's steady. Sometimes you feel bored. Sometimes you feel anxious. There are ups and downs. And I know some of you might be disappointed to hear that because I think in the back of our heads, we're kind of hoping for this magical relationship that is just easy and feels so completely exciting and passionate all of the time. But we are in relationships with real people with humans that have emotions just like us. And I think when we're pursuing someone, we are chasing this fantasy person. When we're trying to get someone new, we have this idea in our heads of what they're like and how perfect they are and how we'll feel when we're with them. We have this whole fantasy we build up in our heads Versus once we actually start dating them, it's a real person. And it isn't magical all the time. And it's not this fantasy we imagined. It's a real, authentic relationship. And maybe there isn't as much excitement. But there's also a lot of growth and connection that comes with it. And mutual understanding. And also disagreement and conflict and annoyance. And I think what we do is we trade the chase of someone for true connection and authenticity. 
I heard someone compare it once to when you're dating, you have all of these kind of shallow connections with lots of different people to being a committed relationship. You have one really deep connection with that one person. And shallow relationships can often feel safer for us because when things aren't perfect or when things get hard, we can just avoid and we can leave versus a deep relationship requires being vulnerable and genuinely working on it and staying when things are hard and when things don't go perfectly. So I want you to ask yourself, is what do you genuinely want? What do you want right now? And what do you want long term? Are you looking for a committed relationship? Is it a lifetime partner? And then the question is, and the question is, are you willing to give up the rush of falling in love to have the growth and connection of a committed relationship? All right. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.